Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Check one. This is a one, two, three. This is double V on the uh, Keep Wake Aloud podcast. Wait, I thought we booked Obama tonight. Uh, This is also uh, Barack Obama uh, tuning in to uh, the Keep Wake Aloud podcast. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, you uh, got Keep Wake Wake Aloud. All right, great, fantastic, Uh, wonderful. We're uh, so so glad glad to have you here tonight. Thank Uh, you for endorsing our campaign. uh, You are absolutely welcome. You know, I've uh, I've uh, haven't endorsed a lot of people uh, politically. I haven't even endorsed uh, Joe. It is episode seven, lucky number seven. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm really excited about this one because we actually have a pretty big event coming up. Uh, East Side Live, it is a collaboration with Keep Waco Loud and East Side Market. So we're going to be sitting down with uh, Eric Linares from East Side Market, and we're really excited to have him. Um, but first of all, I want to talk about our sponsor, and the big sponsor for this episode and the music for the Eastside Live event is TFNB, Your Bank for Life. Uh, we are really excited that they jumped on board for this. And uh, yeah, I can't believe we convinced a bank to give us money that we don't have to pay back. Yeah, That's it's, it's a pretty big damn. deal. Yeah, I without mean, a, without a ski mask. Yeah, yeah. without yeah. a ski mask. It's the first time I've ever yeah. been able to do I that. I kept it in my back pocket just in case. I get that. Things yeah. didn't go right. It's your it's your traveling ski mask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Traveling ski mask. I mean, mm-hmm. you don't, even, you don't even have the getaway van anymore, do y'all? No. We do have the getaway oh, yeah. van, okay. uh, but it's really slow, and there's a couple parts that are held <laughs> yeah. together with zip ties. So. so I've asked them several times why they haven't had that thing wrapped. You know, to say keep wickle out on the outside. <laughs> now we know. We know. Yeah, it, keep it undercover. Yeah, yeah, keep it. It's an undercover, very, it's very low van. key. It's, it's a, a burner, burner van. van. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, Jacob and I are actually members already of TFNB before they sponsored us. And one of the most memorable things I remember when I became a member of TFNB was when they handed us our debit cards, like right at the desk when we signed up, they were these highlighter green cards. And at first I was like, Mm. whoa, like that's a really bright card. Like Mm -hmm. I felt like it was like off-putting, but now it feels like iconic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Because now whenever you see somebody like at HEB pull out their like neon green card, Mm -hmm. you kind of like look at each Mm -hmm. other's, you know, and you do the like whole like, (laughs) oh yeah. And you show them yours. And you're like, yeah, we're it's in the, the new same- black card. It's the new black card. Yeah, yeah the TFNB. It's basically the same <laughs> response that I give somebody when I see that they also have a burner van. Sure. Yeah, sure. Side you side yeah. eye, like tip the hat. I tip my hat and I say, hey, man, I see you, but not really. Right. It's basically like wearing camo. Like people don't see you, you know? It's like practically like being in camo, but. So when do you think they stopped giving out toasters? Like when you open a new account at a bank? Dude, you I try not to make fun of how old you are, but like <laughs> <laughs> toasters, that, that's uh, not a thing. Not doing yourself any they used favors. to give you stuff. Like yeah, in the I Love Lucy stuff. days? Yes, Katie. I was alive in the I Love Lucy days. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when the Cuban War started. It was nineteen fifty five. With those bays of pigs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. It was a tough time. Oh my goodness. For well, us and the so pigs. many pigs on that bay. Yeah. Right. Uh, recall correctly. On that note, we do want to give a huge special thank you to TFNB for sponsoring this podcast episode, for sponsoring Eastside Live and paying the artist and making sure that this is a free event for everyone in Waco. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be a really, really iconic thing. And we're really excited that Eastside Market decided to collaborate with us. It's it's gonna be great. Yo, Eric free gonna, music. You know, free music. Out of here. How can you get any better than that, really? We can't wait to uh get into it with Eric. 
<laughs> yeah, we'll get into, uh, we'll discuss the event a little bit later on in this episode. Um, but real quickly, I do want to shout out the other sponsors of this event. Mass Music Records out of Austin, Loaded Sound out of Waco, mm-hmm. and also Balcones Distilling. Um, they are all supporting sponsors of the event. And without all four of them, uh, this would not be possible. So huge, huge Absolutely. thank you to them. Thank you, thank you. All right, well, let's go. We are sitting here with myself, Jacob, and Travis Scott, um, and we also have Eric Linares. What is going on? We are really excited to have you here. We're going to be talking about kind of how we met and uh, what's going on with uh, Eastside Live. But uh, first of all, why don't you give us a little synopsis of uh, who you are and what brought you to Waco? Oh, man, that is a long story, and I don't know if we have that much time. No, I came to Waco about eight (laughs) years ago. I actually arrived here because I was a... I decided to go to college here. It's crazy enough, you know. It was a time where I was uh, graduating. I didn't really want to apply to anywhere, and I uh, sent in a quick application, and Baylor texted me back within 20 minutes saying, hey, you applied, and that was it. I came here. Uh, Serious? I came here a week before <laughs> classes started, and that was that was it. I didn't, I didn't even know Baylor Wait. was a private school or a Baptist school. Wait, what? <laughs> how, did, how, how did that happen? I, I don't know. I got a I got a email. It was like, hey, apply. Okay, whatever. I'm I'm looking to apply to different places, and I'm here now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you got a text. So Baylor slid into your DMs. Yeah, they did. Um, you applied to Baylor. You got into Baylor. You didn't know it was a private school, so then they send you the bill, and you're like, oh sh, like coyote eyes. Like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess I'm doing this. Um, and now you're in Waco. Yes. <laughs> That is definitely what happened. Yeah, I, uh, I did a little stint at Baylor, got kicked out because I uh, failed too many classes and then uh, failed them because I didn't go to school, even though I had like a 90, mm-hmm. Ooh, you know what? 95, that attendance you know, policy, GPA, yeah. that, that attendance policy is Travis very, about that. see, I mm, also, I also went to yeah. Baylor and that was, uh, that was terrible. <laughs> was, <laughs> There's an attendance, yeah, like you, it doesn't yeah. matter what your you grades are. No, you no, have no, to no, attend no. 75%, 75% of classes. I would have so, been screwed. So, uh, for, you know, for those Monday, Wednesday, Friday classes, was, you can, you can gross. miss what, seven of them? Or like like maybe like nine of them or something like that. But like once you whatever the number is, once you hit like absence number ten, you're right. done. You're autom- It's an automatic out. fail. So ten strikes and you are. Georgia out. Southern did not care about that as long as you paid your bills and like got a C. See, like- that's what we said. That's what we you know. I'm sure. You know, I had a, like a test going on, but I was in the middle of a pool game and I was about two balls back in. I was like, that test can wait. That last. <laughs> That last number 10 strike, you're out. You can wait. It's not out. Wait, is this the number nine or number 10 strike? Well, it was number 10, and I was out. Uh, did a little thing 10 at- 10 strikes, yeah, you're out? Did a little thing at MCC, got my great- Oh, MCC is an amazing campus. That's Absolutely. What I heard. You know, uh, by the way, yeah, that place was awesome. I think it was one of my best semesters of all time. I got nothing but straight hundreds in that uh, that campus. Straight good, hundreds? It was a good time. I'm just hating everything today. But uh, yeah, uh, came back to Baylor. I uh, decided to switch my major. Major went to uh, entrepreneurship. It was, it was entrepreneurship. And then like the last year I graduated, they were like, "Hey, you know, we're adding on this little thing. You can be entrepreneurship degree, or you can be an entrepreneur and a um, what is it called? Entrepreneurship and corporate innovation. Mm. Ooh, a little, touch, a little touch of a little spice on there. Yeah. And I was like, hey, y'all, that right. definitely that is some like right. okay. like degree spice. That's like, definitely okay. pretty nice. What year did you graduate from Baylor? 17, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you're really young. Dang, you're right. <laughs> or it took him really long. We, well, we won't assume. <laughs> Eric's actually 55. What's up, guys? Oh, you look uh, great for your age. Up, I mean, you, just look, you look great in general, but you, also it, for your age. Muchas gracias. Yeah, 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 yeah. I stuck around. I was, um, I was actually a manager for the Sherwin-Williams company down here in uh, Waco. I was a part-time, and once they graduated, they were like, hey, you got some knowledge apparently now, so here's half this management duty. And You know paint. You know, you know paint. <laughs> you know how to put some coverings on walls and stuff. But So, uh, <laughs> that, that being said, why did you decide to stick around Waco? Because I was too lazy to find another job. <laughs> <laughs> so you created right. your own company? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. Well, that's the entrepreneurship major. Put that thing to work. Okay, so you're in the paint business. I'm in the but. paint business. And, and you know, of course, you know, you, you're in the paint business and you're just watching paint dry. And before long, you get too bored with that. And you that is decide to take a uh, 
little sabbatical traveling around Mexico City, living in hostels, oh, having we a good time. We literally just talked about yep. how much we love Mexico yeah, City Mexico in the last City's, episode. Oh, dude, My favorite city in the world. Amazing. I, I still haven't been to Mexico City yet, but <gasps> every portrayal that I've seen of Mexico City, the sky is yellow. And everything is just like tinted yellow. Is yes. that true? Yes. yes. It's like an yes. Instagram filter. Okay. It's, it's that, that is actually true. Yeah. Septia. Yes. Septia, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Septia? Mexico Septia? City, uh, Sepia? Is in a bowl. Yeah. So like when the pollution was really bad there, it was really bad. Oh, well, it wasn't no, very it's bad. It's not bad now. Hopefully well, the, the light filters there was just really. All, we incredible. stayed in Roma Norte um, and <clears throat> it bougie. was a beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we don't bougie. have to talk about the Netflix movie that came out. No, we won't talk about Roma, but we will talk about how the day after we left Mexico City, they did have a very major earthquake. Yeah, I was, it was I was there for one of them. Did you guys <laughs> cause the earthquake? I well, was, we had this theory. This is this is true. Uh, we've been to a few places where weird, like catas- not catastrophic, but weird kind of disasters disa- happen. <laughs> after, not catastrophic, just disasters. Like, like in Chile, there was like a really big there earthquake was after we was in uh, Valparaiso. There was an earthquake like two days later after we left. It's it's not related, obviously. Like I didn't murder Johnny Cash, oh, and it? it's you not know, related. As a witch powers, as a huge. <laughs> superhero fanatic we should definitely talk afterwards about this <laughs> i could have superpowers i, I have a, oh i have a lot of thoughts about this i could have superpowers talking you don't thoughts know. with travis scott she got the trembles mm-hmm. oh my god i don't even know what my superhero name was we'll talk about that so, later okay let's get back on topic here <laughs> so you're hanging out here in waco mm-hmm. eric you've graduated baylor and you're working at a paint store mm-hmm. and then you decide Let's start a delicious taco yeah. food truck ish. Yes, not not quite a food truck. Food but stand. A food stand. Ex- food experience. More Let's like talk it. about how you food started experience. there yeah. and then how you got to meet Keep Work Alive. It folks. was yeah, it was a crazy thing. It was like uh uh after after that whole uh, finding myself experience in a different country, I uh, came back and I was like, hey, <laughs> let's do something with all this information we have, all this cultural like love that we have going on and uh, to me food was always like the center of uh what brings people together food brings people together yeah. you know sit around the table have a good time and uh, i wanted to pursue that pursue that in the same vein as uh kind of pursuing my own cultural heritage i decided to tar- start quetzalco tacos which we uh we uh, serve nothing but uh home style dishes all type of guisados all on blue corn tortillas as mm. well because you know handmade right yes sir yes sir gotta keep with that tradition and we uh uh, that, that was like my that was like my uh, my goal to bring people together around food, and w- one day I just decided to hey it's taco uh, it's National Taco Day, I knew how to make some tacos. I made some tacos. I went down and I posted up up outside the BSB at Baylor. You know the uh, mm-hmm, the science, science building. building. Yeah, I found these little magays. And I was like, hey, these look Mexican. Let me post up in front of this place. <laughs> nice. <laughs> these look Mexican. It was like an Airbnb right right on that corner. I went up to, there was like a couple outside of the the uh, the apartment. I was like, hey, uh, do y'all mind if I uh, post up and sell some, and uh, give some free tacos away? They're like, oh, as long as you give us a few, you know, we're okay with that. <laughs> we'll take them on our way to Magnolia. Posted up there and uh, Quetzalcoatl got its first start. And uh, from then on, it just kind of like started steamrolling down. I was, uh, uh, and yeah, loud. I, I, I don't know when it was that I saw it. I, I it started was pretty seeing, early on. Yeah. Like Katie has a very distinct memory of when you reached out to us. Yeah, I just remember you being like, I don't really know which, what's up, like what Keep Wake Aloud is, as most people did when, yeah. they, when they talked to us at first. But they were like, nothing goes better together than tacos and music. And I was like, Facts. you are so yeah. right. Said that in <laughs> and the, uh, Facts. <laughs> and in that moment, every Baylor entrepreneurship professor was like, that's our boy. <laughs> that's our boy. He's doing it. Make him proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like from then on, it was just kind of like a, like a steam, like a snowball effect of getting connected and getting like uh, this collaborative thing going, all kinds of like uh, doors opening up, all kinds of things happening. Startup Waco, Hustle Waco, doing events, doing competitions, getting connected with more people. Eventually you end up in a spot where like, hey, you know, you meet the right people and you're just kind of like, you know, there's no, there's not a lot of like, like spaces out here to do some cool things or to, you know, people just hang out and just like on a normal, you know, Sunday vibe yeah. type thing, you know. 
everybody out here is going to church and after church what happens you know you just kind of go home and eat or something yeah so uh we you know i go to houston a lot and i saw that they had a lot of uh, markets and a lot of uh things happening down there the hip-hop vintage music uh festival market that's one of the the main inspirations behind the east side oh is that i don't know. Yeah, know that definitely yeah my I, I just saw that they were having a big event coming up they i do, think they yeah. do have a big yeah. event coming i think up. i saw one of those the dude that works at Lighthouse Cafe. Aiden. 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 Yes, Aiden. Aiden. Oh, he posted some pictures of uh, in vintage, Houston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vintage. Is with that is Dust, that connected with to Dustin? That? Yeah, with Dustin. Dust, Dustin's doing a vintage wear down there, and I think he has a booth down at uh, Hip Hop Music. Oh yeah, okay. Okay. okay, all right. Yeah. So yeah. Don't cut this, Mike. I was on to something. He was on to it. it was, Mike, it stop cutting thread. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. But yeah, just things like that, stop and uh, we. Honestly, you know, uh, the first East Side Market happened in August, I believe. You know, the hottest month of the year. Was it know? as far back oh, as August? It was, it was hot. It was, I had a hot. sunburn that I think I'm oh. still healing. It was from. like 101 yeah. degrees. Yeah, it was, yeah. it was definitely. Yeah, it, it was, was definitely up over 100. There, up there, but yeah, we sat down. We sat down at Pinewood, uh, like less than a month before that first day, and uh, me and Andreas we were sitting down at the pub at Pinewood, and we just kind of have some beers, and I was like. You know, why don't we start a market up? You know, what's stopping <laughs> us from starting a market up? We know, we know some vendors out here. People want to come out and do something. Uh, I've done some events because that that was after I did some events with Keep Wake Loud over at Brotherwell. Yeah. And Brotherwell wanted to, you know, keep that relationship going and have more people out there. And the music scene was going on, and uh, we were just kind of like, hey, that might that might be a thing. We we wrote down something. We said, if it's going to be on Brotherwell, it's going to be on the East Side, right? Just call it the East Side Market, you know. I I, I wrote I wrote down two names, two Instagram names, and I uh, I put them on my uh, my my uh, like iPad type thing, mm -hmm. and I started going around all the tables at Pinewood. It's like, hey, which one do you like better? Which one hits better? <laughs> you did you market know? research. I did market research that very <laughs> day. Pinewood. Research. There you yeah, go. Yeah. And it was just tallying Love and tallying. It. And before long, he said, "Mark was like, okay." What was likes the other this. one? Eastside Dot Market. <laughs> Eastside dot market. It was just, it was just, it was just an Instagram handle. Oh, I thought it was so like we a completely di like we no. could have, we could have had like other side of the bridge market. Other side of the bridge, Brazo City market, not Magnolia market, something like that. So, uh, so I, I, I don't want to cut you off here, but I just, I would love for you to talk about what the first Eastside market was like from your experience, Hot. because, um, you know, from, from the, from the perspective of the people that were putting on the market, yeah. because, um, I would, you know, I, we talked a little bit before about, you know, what the, it was from the perspective of those of us that went to the market and, you know, were there as, um, I was adjacent with Keep Wake oh, Loud I can help as here. a vendor there. So mm -hmm. we but, helped, we were, we were the, actually oh, yeah, yeah. a vendor, the first market. And the, uh, uh, the first music sponsor. We were, mm -hmm. yeah. And we, uh, so we, I remember the email we got and I just want to describe, I know it's gotta be better than it is, than it, it has to be. If not, I love it <laughs> even more, but they, they did a Google image of, I guess they grabbed it from Google Images from Google Maps of Brotherwell and then circled where all of the tents <laughs> were gonna go, but like circled it with like paint. <laughs> MS Paint, you know? Like Microsoft I Paint. Love that. And yes. we're like, Here, here's rows one through 24. <laughs> That's what it was like the, the from the from the point of that Pinewood meeting to the point of the actual first market was less than a month. That's crazy. Yeah, you guys are just figuring stuff out. Really. It like, was, let's just it was do literally, it. hey, we have this idea. We have the people. What's stopping us from doing it? What's stopping us from going out there and doing this thing right now without any kind of like that's awesome you know, knowledge, just launching ourselves. And I feel like that's one of the uh, like the uh, the spirits you got to have in, in this world oh, to make anything absolutely. happen. Absolutely. You, you can't wait or like, somebody else is going to take no. the idea. No, 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 no. You have to just wholeheartedly believe in it and just guns a blazing go out there and try to figure yes, out what's happening blazing. you know yes. i can give a great example of why you don't wait we have a friend who loves to travel yeah Tra like travels the world and he's really into fitness and he likes to find gyms while he's traveling and he will like diary about these gyms so that he can one day start an app Oh, I know. And then, I know. Yes, what's the name of it? Something Fitbird. Fitbird. And yes. Fitbird happened, and I immediately sent it to our friend Dan. It was like heartbreaking. Oh, Dan, you waited too long. Mm. But to to be fair, he waited like three or four years on this yeah. idea. Like He's, you snooze, you lose, Dan. It's kind of true. It's kind of yeah. True. I but yeah, he he like blogged. He like uh would literally like write down all these like all over Chile and Peru and like all these like small gyms that he. Found and like the best things about him and the worst things about him. 
I was like, you should connect with uh, Fitbird. They could probably uh, <laughs> take your info. <laughs> you prime so, member. Yeah. <laughs> what What are some of, uh, and we can go either side of this question. Mm. What are some of your mm. favorite, mm. most memorable, mm. and maybe some of your most, I got to sit down <laughs> moments oh God. of doing Why am Eastside I doing this? So far. <laughs> You know the East Side Market. You know uh, one of the one of the core components about it was to uh, to create a space that was both welcoming, but you know, uh, kind of like a like a sandbox for people who had these ideas, had these uh, small business entrepreneurship uh, ideals, and wanted to have a space where they didn't have to like go out and buy this giant you know truck, or they didn't have to go out and put all this capital down and open up this crazy business. They just kind of like could test their way out of doing stuff like that. And so one of the things that I, I love seeing is seeing how these small vendors are starting to get connected and growing and seeing that progression happen, you know, from just having like a 10 by 10 tent to the starting doing pop-ups everywhere, just starting to connect with other businesses and doing like, you know, cool giveaways and all kinds of things like that. And so seeing that progression is, is really like near and dear to my heart. You know, and then not just with the business side of it, but the the artistic side of it too. The you know? graffiti artist, graffiti artist. You know, yeah, that's, I, that's my I, favorite I love, aspect. I love that part of the market. It's yeah. literally it's my favorite part. It's in in my opinion, it's the most unique part about it. Oh, I, sure. I mean, I not that I've been to a lot of other markets. Mm-hmm. It could be a thing other mm-hmm. places, but to Waco, it's Definitely. very unique. Yeah, one of our one of my one of my like good friends. She's down in uh, Austin. Her name is Kimmy Flores, and uh, she came up here. We uh. We just linked up and we started like getting, you know, getting down. And then like that, that girl right there, she's one of the premier like graffiti artists in, in uh, Austin. She did a uh, mural at the Deal at yeah, Los Muertos. She did, she did the mural at the oh, Deal at Los Muertos. That's a great segue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's Jacob's favorite catchway, that catchphrase. That is a great segue. That is a great segue. Didn't uh, that guy die off a cliff? <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy that did a segue. Oh, yeah. This yeah. is also a great segue. Um, <laughs> Uh, Dio, Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. That was such a great event that mm-hmm. you seemingly did completely on your own, but I know that's not the case. Um, you had a lot of help. Uh, yeah, there was a it, lot of caffeine. It, <laughs> all I know it, it is it got bigger than it you got expected, bigger and bigger. I, I remember think, at one right? point it was like twenty four people, and then or like it was like a hundred people were interested, and then you put like the venue, and then it was like two thousand people, like it instantly. Was insane. Yeah, event. yeah. I had I had a little team of volunteers of like uh, my friend Carla and my uh, other buddy Josh, mm. and uh, we were just kind of like, hey. Honestly, it, it all started from me wanting to really just show the movie Coco to like a bunch of friends and stuff oh, like that. It's God. like, hey, you just wanted to have all two thousand people just sobbing yeah. in, the, oh in the venue. Basically, we were on our way to our honeymoon on a plane, like to Thailand. I look over and Katie is. Like, Niagara Falls. I'm like covering I'm like, my face, looking into the window, and I'm like I'm like watching. I'm sorry you Coco. married me. Jeez, I just God, I I am so glad I watched that movie at a friend's house, and it was you know it was one on one, you know popcorn on the couch, like all over the you know strewn yeah. all over the place yeah. kind of deal. I am so glad I did not watch that movie in a movie theater. Because if I had seen that movie mm, like in, in, in IMAX with surround like, sound, I would have been done. I mean, so I was basically you would have made bawling. all of Waco cry. <laughs> you got to, man. Like a People collective cry. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that thing, that. that thing got crazy real quick. Because I, I intended it to just be a small little get together, small little party with like uh, some people. Then I was like, hey, I got Quetzal. Let me, let me do a little, little, like a uh, little party or something. Yeah. Started getting a couple more people involved, put it on Facebook, said, hey, we're trying to do this event. Started getting out uh, my buddy Dominic Villa from uh, South Waco Strength. His, uh, his mom's runs the South Waco Rec Center. Oh. And so I got a little connect from him and he helped out a lot with the ofrenda. And uh, then like, seemingly overnight it started popping up popping up popping up and then before long it was up to like 4.7 thousand people wanting to come out to this like event and i was like oh what is going on (laughs) (laughs) um we're gonna need some help (laughs) but but that's great and you're gonna do it again this year right oh definitely we gotta go bigger oh you gotta go bigger better uh, sponsors, and I know you will. I mean, you've you've done a lot Bridge of things. Bridge to the spirit world. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. Travis has ideas, apparently. Yeah. I am a superhero, so bridge the spirit world. Mm, earthquake in the middle. I'm of concerned if Katie's there, an earthquake might follow. So, <laughs> Has there ever been an earthquake in Waco? This is a good question. Oh, Hold Mike up. is shaking Hold his up. head no. Mike, Mike knows he's been here. Producer Mike is saying no. You've been working on a couple of other things recently. Um, you're helping J- Jillian with Jills. with the uh, Purim pub crawl, which will Purim. have already ha- Purim. 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 Oh, gosh. Purim. Wait, oh, that's Purim. right. Purim. Wait, say it again. Purim. Yeah, it does Purim. sound like what you think. Purim. 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 <laughs> Purim. Porum. It isn't Purim. It is Purim. So, in, so if you missed out, you missed out. You missed and you out. You get on the train for the next one. <laughs> 2021. Uh, Purim 2021. Let's just talk about how crazy producer Mike got at this party. Yes. Oh, man. He was on top the of a Classy Glasses uh, bar. <laughs> just oh, my gosh. Wine bottles Carrie was everywhere. like, get down. Working and twerking. Working and twerking. Love it. So, yeah, the Purim, that's going to be a great. Amazing yeah. thing. Uh, speaking of future events, yeah. let's talk a little bit about Eastside Live. Eastside Live. Yeah. Um, we are. When I proposed the event to you, um, I had no idea what we were really going to do. We had no lineup set mm-hmm. up, mm-hmm. nothing like that. Um, and I'm really excited that y'all were like, "Let's do it." <laughs> of course, of course. Why not? Um. The idea is to bring artists through Waco that would not normally play in, uh, play in Waco. I think it's just a really cool way. It's a cool platform to, uh, A, give Waco some bands that normally wouldn't be here, but also just kind of start to build that music culture that we've been Definitely. trying to build. Definitely. Uh, give local bands a platform. Um, that, you know, they're going to get to play for a band from France, yeah. which is kind of cool. Connect them to these people. On the other side of the planet, you wouldn't normally have that physical contact with. Sure. It's a big deal. No, when I heard you talk about that, I was like, hey, this is exactly what we want to do. You know, that 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 whole ability to create a festival market vibe on the east side. For sure. Which uh, that entire area, you know, in two years, three years, it's going to be completely, completely different. You know, completely open to seeing the potential of this grow. Absolutely, and that's something that we definitely want to like help steer in the right direction of of keeping that art, of keeping that uh that local, you know, love, keeping all the vendors out here, and so that you know, creating that market vibe, that that festival music vibe. That's what that's the way we want to go. And, absolutely, and all the events that have been happening over on the east side just keep getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, absolutely. So it's um so you know looking forward to uh, this event coming up next. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm um I'm really excited to see like how big this event is going to get. You know, getting more of the people in Waco and in the greater Waco area um, out to see um, these sorts of events and the sort of um, to just get them involved in the. Um, to see the community potential for what Waco has for to offer. sure. I mean, these are all local um, entrepreneurs yes. and that's, and that's the biggest thing is, is getting, is getting Waco to support what Waco is doing. And, for sure. and you know, at venues are uh, opportunities like this are really helping to make that happen. That's, that's what makes part. Waco sh- as strong as it is. And what will continue Waco's growth in my opinion Absolutely. is that Waco Definitely. supports Waco in a lot of areas. And mm-hmm. as long as we keep supporting Waco entrepreneurs and Waco vendors and Waco artists and Waco musicians, that's how you create that scene. And that's how you build the foundation for Waco, not only growing, but growing in the right direction. And it's, yeah. it's a beautiful yeah. thing to see it happening. To you have to keep that soul. Like you the, have to keep that soul. You know, you know, things grow, things grow inevitably. But if you have to, you know, put in place the structures to maintain the love and the the soul that this city has. Absolutely. For sure. I mean, we've collaborated on a couple events. Um, one being the Waco Restaurant Week launch party, oh. which was amazing. Um yeah, that was a lot of fun. That, that was, was crazy. Lo- that it was, was huge. probably one of the biggest first events for us. Like yeah, when I was really like, was. it was yeah. like one of the first events where I was like, I don't know most of these people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know who these people are. They're just at my event. Who at this table was at the dinner at Cultivate, the celebrity servers. I believe Travis I was there. You were a celebrity I server. Was Travis was a celebrity server. I was a celebrity server. server. I don't th- were you there? I wasn't there. You, you were there. Mike, I, I oh, Mike was vividly there. remember producer Mike being there. Mike was a plant. He was wearing too producer much cologne. Mike, producer Mike, thank <laughs> you for your part in that. All event. of the people next to him as part of a bit that he was doing, and it was 
fantastic. With the irons. With the majority of the <laughs> members of the band, the irons, who are from Waco, uh, they did a fantastic. And wait, wait, wait. I Jacob, that I, was when the Angelo's says, band there? Were they playing that night? No, it was just the Irons. Oh, and it yeah, was. They were. Um, they were. They were. They were. D'Angelo was there with the. Oh, uh, no, oh sorry. Yeah, 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 they opened open for the show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then, yeah for uh, yeah, for the bit, for the bit that Jacob was talking about, even the celebrity servers. Did not know what the bit was. No, nobody knew. So <laughs> no one knew. Producer Mike, myself, Katie, the members of the band, which they changed their name every time, so I don't even remember what their name was. Um, one thing that I think that Keep Waco Loud really connects with with you and with Eastside mm-hmm. Market is that we just like to create fun things for people to be at that are yeah, having a good that's time. The whole point of that's everything. the whole point. Like you know, it doesn't makes everything easier. It life. makes everything easier and it creates an environment that we're all just having fun. You know, everybody's just vibing with everybody, you know, and that's, yeah. that's one of my main things, you know, everything that I do, it all has this common thread of like, how do you connect people? How do you make like a community stronger by, by, you know, making a, you know, a fun event where people can like meet new people, where people can straighten, you know, strengthen the relationships they have within one Absolutely. another. Absolutely. And so that that that's the core of it. And she's you create these events where people have fun and feel good about being in this area, feel good about being in Waco. You know, and if you create the Waco scene, you know, people <laughs> want to stay here. Well, and the beauty is that consistency really shows. Yeah. You know, yeah. And all the things 100%. that you do is that that you can you can really feel that. You know, when you're at when you're at one of the events that you're either running or one of the events that you're involved in. Mm-hmm. Well, like I remember the first time I connected you with David at Brotherwell. Like mm-hmm. I like texted and made a group chat and was like, yes. hey, this is Eric. He's with Quetzal Tacos and he has a food truck <laughs> Like because they were looking for food vendors. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's things like that. It's moments of connecting people and then they connect and it grows like you have Eastside Market now. You know, it's like these you create these moments where bigger things get to happen. Like we introduced a prescription to Lindsay, who created the hip hop doc. Yeah, we all are these interlooping. You know, there's so many things that are probably amazingly going to happen because of Eastside Market that we don't even know. know I mean, it's like Brooke did the mural at Class A because they met at Eastside Market. Yeah, like Dominic and uh, Ant, he. They they all did the uh, the Union Hall murals because they were you oh, know right. they connected with yeah. uh, Will at the Eastside Market. It's it's all like these just weird interwoven things that make an amazingly strong community. Mm-hmm. It's you know one hand just feeds the other just constantly. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that, that graffiti that graffiti wall that, that was one of the things you know I, I love seeing that because it's just very <sighs> colorful. Today this one that's that, currently you know? at Brotherwell that will not be there much longer ooh, is my favorite thus far. I love that one. It almost feels like, okay, so before this one, it always felt like it was one wall, but it felt like six or seven different pieces of art. This one feels like Mm -hmm. one consistent piece of art. And I'm really upset that it's going to be going away. This is is an exciting moment. I wonder, and it's, I think it'll be interesting to see if, if the next one, we still, we, we continue to get these consistent themes in the artwork. Absolutely. Travis, I think you're just going to have to show up to the East side market to find Mm. out. You know, that sounds like a good Mm. idea, Jacob. I'll, uh, I'll have to put that on my no, calendar. if the people at this table well, are not at the March 15 Eastside Market, there's going to be a major problem. Mike, Mike's shaking his head up <laughs> and down. Uh, I'm not going to be there. <laughs> Unsubscribe. <laughs> so, uh, um, I mean, events that are coming up, like the the chalk uh, the chalk festival chalk that's oh, going to be happening festival. on Austin Avenue in April, on April 25th during the uh, Silo District Marathon. Um, it's, I mean, that last year felt like this, uh, it was like a small, cool thing. Me and Jacob had just moved downtown and we walked down there and it was amazing this year. It's a big deal. It's like all these different vendors that are coming together. There's going to be a brother. Well, and bear arms, like beer garden. Mm-hmm. Um, we're pro- keep like a is going to be providing the music. I mean, it, it's, it's going to be a whole thing. And it's like, that's one year that's 365, maybe 366 because of leap year, but 365 ish <laughs> days that, um, it came from one thing, and so it's like, what does twenty twenty one have in store for all of it's, us? And and also all the chalk art, incredible, yeah. incredible. Absolutely. incredible. So last year they 
just put it on the streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On this the year street. it's going to be on walls. This, this year they're going to put it on the streets, the intersections, and also they're going to put it on um, some walls. Uh, I, I actually <laughs> didn't know that. That's going to be really yeah. exciting. Pretty, That's going to be awesome. Okay, maybe I give away too much here. <laughs> Shout out to Steve uh, Veracruz, by the way. Absolutely. Shout out to Stone. The OG. He Mastermind the behind that. Yeah. It, 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 man, Steve was also one of the first people that uh, connected with us for SeaTac. And just uh, kind of felt like he was just kind of excited about everything. He's yeah, always excited he's, about everything, which got, I love. His, his energy, energy is, is so his, super positive. His vibe vibes. is very like. I don't think I've ever heard him say a negative you, thing ever. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Steve and Angie were actually some of the first art people that I Is that true? met yeah. in Waco. Yeah. Shout out to Steve. Shout out to Steve. You know what? He listens to this podcast. Shout yeah. out to you, Shout Steve. Shout out to Steve. Steve, Steve and you. Angie both. You guys oh, do a lot of good positive for the the bear pushing that art scene for connecting <laughs> these artists. Um, okay. Let's let's talk about the future a little bit. What's what? what's he said? Got do you have any dreams? Aspirations? <laughs> I think I think March fifteenth. Put that in your calendars, boys. Please March do. March fifteenth. Just the I boys. Think, just the boys, because the girls already know what's happening. Yeah, I mean, know. obviously. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. <laughs> March fifteenth is really gonna set that that plan in motion. Seeing what the future of the East Side, what the future of right. that whole no, no pressure festival is gonna be. You know? <laughs> and so that that whole thing, seeing how that entire area grows. Because it's going to grow regardless if we're there or not. If we can maintain that culture, if we can maintain that art. Absolutely. Like I said, steer it in the right direction. You know, the future is going to be colorful and bright and filled with graffiti art and just good vibes and good times. And, of course, good food and good beer. Uh, Such great beer. Sponsored by Brotherwell. Brotherwell Brewing. Best beer on the east side. (laughs) Uh, Radler, the unofficial beer of Keep Waco Loud. Mm, the Radler, really? Radler? Uh, Come on, it's all the about Radler. the Chappell. Oh, no, it's the Radler. It's like 9% that it's, gets me. Uh. <laughs> all right, guys, so we're actually going to play a little game, and this is the first yes. time we've played this one, so I'm really excited. So I have in my hand a deck of cards, and they all say... Who's most likely to? Mm. So to remind everybody who's listening right now, we have myself, Katie, Eric, say hello. Yo, what's up? Travis. Hey, this is Double V. And Jacob. Hey, that's me. <laughs> and so what we're going to do is I'm each, we're going to go around the circle and one of us is going to draw a card and we're going to debate who is most likely to at this table based on that card. Um, and then the person who draws the card, just like uh, like Cards Against Humanity or whatnot, gets the final say. So, Eric, since you are the guest tonight, we're going to mm. let you draw the first card. Can we get like a drum roll sound or something? Because this, <laughs> like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> who is most likely to make terrible first impression? All right. Sorry, Travis. You are not this card. Uh, you know, I'm not upset about that. You are the like best first impression. You always got a bow tie on. You look great. To to the listeners at home, I actually am currently not wearing a bow tie. You weren't wearing a bow tie in the He's last episode. He's actually not wearing either. anything. He's naked. Stop. Just that, kidding. That's why I always this make a, a good first impression. Just wearing a bow tie. Yeah, you make a good first impression <laughs> on the second, third, fourth um, downhill. I would actually like to argue myself. I feel like I make a bad first impression. I don't know. Am I great? I feel like I like. Bad first impression, I'm amazing. You know what I mean? And everybody's like, oh, I thought well, you were like. Okay. I, I think I can make an argument for both of us. We can <laughs> we we can make bad first impressions. As a unit. As a unit. As a unit. As a united. <laughs> JK unit. We can no, make I'm a bad sorry. first impression, but we can always make come a back way better. Me. And come back, and then you love us. Well, that's that classic under-promise, over-deliver Under-promise, right mm-hmm. over-deliver. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you, Travis. Yeah. All right, next card, Travis. We're not come doing back, any kings and queens. Rolls. No more drum rolls. Okay. Who is most likely to be incapable of being on time? Travis! Uh, wait, hold on, hold on. No, hold this on. is Travis. No, come on. I'm just going to say that I was early to this. Eric was early. We were also early. I just want to say... I feel like this was a plant. I feel Travis feels attacked. (laughs) I feel attacked right now. 
Look, all I I'm going to say is that card on purpose I have from the big had <laughs> multiple conversations with your sister <laughs> about me not being on time about you. And she also mentioned that yeah. you weren't on time for her being born. She brought that up to me. I don't know what that means to you. <laughs> I actually didn't know that, but I'm just joking. You know, I think that here's the deal. Here's the deal. One of the things that I pride the most uh, or that that I uh, value the most um, in in other people, and I would extend this also to myself because you know because I feel like that's important is consistency. <laughs> so you're consistently consistently late. late. I'm consistently about the same amount of time late. It's not. It's not that I'm just randomly late. I'm like less than ten minutes late like every oh. single time. Just slightly. It's just always there. We went to a brunch that you invited us to at Morosos, and you were 30 minutes late to your own brunch. What time? Was it clear when I said that yes. brunch was going to start? You know what? Yes. Get on my face with this thing. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, us. okay, so in the brunch convention. Go on. Explain yourself. In the brunch convention of 1691. What? They outline right. Oh, of course the uh, the very famous right. pilgrim. Uh, actually, brunch. no. I'm sorry. I'm yes, sorry. Let I, me correct I, that. That actually. So okay, the brunch convention was superseded by the Geneva Convention, which was then superseded by Vatican II. Yeah. In uh, Vatican II, course, uh, Vatican they two. that was the Vatican II was it's in 1962. That was it. The that was Previous. in 1963 or 1964. Of course. In in Vatican II, where they also forgave Galileo for telling the world that the universe was heliocentric they also established that the standard procedure <laughs> brunch it's okay to be up to 20 minutes late to brunch if there's alcohol involved mm -hmm. and with my standard being less than 10 minutes late i was there He's, mike said that <laughs> i'm gonna get bleeped out right now but he says that Mike, Mike I, poop. I encourage you to read the transcript of Vatican II because the Pope was very clear. Wait, wait, wait. Was it transcribed from Italian or Greek? Italian. Okay. All right. From Latin. It's Jacob's time to pull a card. Who's most likely to have an emotional breakdown when Netflix isn't working? <laughs> Jacob. <laughs> It's 100% me. I'm, I'm going to say definitely Jacob. Jacob cannot handle when technology is not working. Mm, he is, is like angry. He is like angry. He is like frustrated. He's cussing. Uh, it's 100% Jacob. So Jacob, while we're on this, uh, what's your, what, what are your go-to shows or uh, repeat movies on Netflix? Ooh. Great question, Travis. You've like been what, watching um, Fargo lately. Fargo. I've been watching. I've heard Fargo. a lot of. I haven't watched that yet. It's a good, I've heard TV a lot of good show. things about Jacob it. Jacob made me turn off The Bachelor last night. Ooh. Oh, with Pilot Pete. With mm. Pilot Pete. With Travis is friends with Pilot Pete. You know, is that the Baylor guy? Yes, it, it is. Mm. It is. He Pilot has got Pete and garbage decision. He's got garbage. Yeah, I heard uh, he was the worst bachelor they've so ever had. He's so bad. But if you're listening to this, <laughs> I support you, buddy. Um, he's got <laughs> terrible taste in women. I mean, they're all hot. But they're all... I know that game. Mm. Anyways. <laughs> all right, we're going to move on. All right, who is most likely to get convinced strangers are celebrities? Katie. What? Yeah, no. Hands down, it's Katie. Yeah, I think that. I don't think it's me. I no, no, it's no. Katie. I think 100%. it's definitely Katie because Eric and I are both sitting here. <laughs> so... I think that the fact that both <laughs> of us, the fact that both of us are here, means that we were we were both successful in convincing you that we were a celebrity enough that just, we should be on this show. Uh, this I, I definitely had the uh, those guys. Moment. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, look, Eric and I know how to play our cards, right? We're good. We're good at this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's been. A we're good totally celebrities. Right, Actually, we're do I one convinced more round. Katie that I was. Uh, Backstreet, Backstreet Boy, and remember? also starting quarterback he of my football team. He convinced me he was starting quarterback so, of his football team. He was third string. I just want all of you to know that he was third yeah, string. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. Mm. But was he starting on the third string, though? <laughs> hey, that yes. does not Was he the top, was he the top third string quarterback? Third, Look, top third string? 
Look, I was the starting third string quarterback. Yeah, I would consider that. I'll bet you Jacob could throw a football over those mountains over there. This is a fact. Okay, so he has, since we have started dating, we met in 2013. He has repeatedly told us that, or told me that he could, he's told himself that he could throw a football 60 yards. Never have I ever seen him throw a football 60 yards, but I wrote in our wedding vows that I was marrying him because he could. Throw a football sixty yards, even though I'd never seen him do Look, it. Guys, I'm just gonna go and say, go for broke. Power of s- selling yourself very important. So I just want to say shout out to uh, you know Baylor University and letting us uh, use stadium mm. so that we can watch Jacob throw a football sixty yards. Yeah, you guys all saw it. Yes, and the video that. All right, let's cut to that video, Mike. There's no video. Wow, look, at that, look at that. Look at that. That was 60 yards. That was, that was amazing. Look, Just straight right I'm in front of sure, that video. I'm pretty sure that was 65 yards. Wow. Yes. He threw that behind his back. His eyes were closed. He was on the 30. I hate all of you. All right, Eric, we're going to do one more round. <laughs> one more. One more. All right, Eric, draw a card. Alrighty. Who is most likely to... Be a craft beer snob, Travis. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard yes on that that's one. A hard but the thing yes. is, is, I feel like Travis wouldn't be a beer snob. He's everything else snob, but he would have he hasn't to be quite a- made it to being a beer snob. Yet. <laughs> I have he has a yeah. reputation to a. Like, that's yeah, true. I like, do. I have a reputation. His taste buds have not to be. changed because uh, there's uh, there's no order for your taste buds. Your taste buds just decide. What I'm going to be into now. Right. That's exactly like right. So now you're into what you're into. Right. So, same, so same I'll same. say that uh, I'll, I'm uh, pretty soon going to be taking, uh, you know, Cicerone certification, which is pretty much like beer sommelier certification. So I'm not a beer snob yet, but pretty soon I will be a um, licensed beer snob. Exactly. Licensed, licensed beer, beer snob. snob. Yeah. It's going to be a thing. Man. Licensed the snob. Love it. Yeah. All right, Travis. It's a very freeing experience, I can tell you that. All right, so who is most likely to argue over beer pong rules? Mm. Uh, I don't mm. know. I feel like Eric might mm-hmm. be a stickler for the mm-hmm. rules, but Jacob would argue if he was losing. Like, if he were winning, <laughs> he would be all for it. Like, he'd be like, whatever, I'm in. But I feel like Eric might actually be that Yo, person. I had, I had the sickest beer pong pad. Oh, back in college, bro. <laughs> Yo, we had graffiti all on the wall. Also, where did, had, where did you live back in college? Back in Bellmead. <laughs> oh, oh nice. Okay, okay. Yeah. I had a whole house Skip out there. You know? Oh, nice, nice. So uh, back in college, we had this whole like garage decked out with graffiti with glow-in-the-dark paint with uh, Your UV. Your poor landlords. UV light. No, we owned the house. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> UV lighting, disco balls, laser lights, fog machines, like glow-in-the-dark freaking ping pong balls and so it was always house rules and if anybody anybody broke the house rules they had to take it up with me so yeah i'm jealous that i didn't know you that's that's okay wow that's pretty rad that's kind of like a like a casablanca meets tron legacy (laughs) fever dream like i don't like uh what is it um the one with the the not casablanca but the one with that leonardo dicaprio was in the movie the great gatsby slash great gatsby yeah yeah, like great (laughs) gatsby meets meets tron i'm into that okay so yeah so we're 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 on the same vibe here yeah yeah okay so i just drew a card here who's most likely to Carefully construct a social media image. Eric. No. No, it's Eric. It's Katie. No, it's Eric. It's 100% Katie. (laughs) It's 100% Eric. Can you guys share this? Hey, I spend over like 25 minutes trying to curate the uh, East Side Market post. Have you seen Venturing Locals? You know, it's booked, you guys. <laughs> this shout is out, shout out, Jacob. To I'm with you. Local. This is kind of tough. Yeah, this, this is, is kind of tough because I actually sit next to Katie all day. Right. We both work from home. This is a so I sit next to Katie all day as she disapproves hey. any ideas I have with <laughs> our social media. Uh, <laughs> 
you know. So, to, so to oh, wait, hold on, so hold on. Both of you need to pull up your Instagram right now. I think he's pull up, pull up your Instagram, Instagram right now. Personal Instagram. Is this keep waking loud or personal? Both. Both. Oh, I'm going to lose personal. Okay, hold up. All right, all right. Personal loses. Okay, Look pull, at that. pull up the keep waking loud Instagram. Just so you all know, I run the keep waking loud page and Eric runs the Eastside Market page, correct? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so. Okay, Eric, do you put more wins. time into your personal Instagram or the key, uh, or into the Eastside Market Instagram? See, I think, I still think he wins. <laughs> His is way better than mine. Listen, this this is the this is the kicker right here. I haven't posted anything on my personal page because the colors that I've taken and the pictures that I've taken haven't matched the previous picture yet. See, I'm not going to lie. That, I mean. It's, Look how so, beautiful that is. Eric, try, Eric's the colors have to match each. Eric's Instagram is venturing local and I'm looking at this right now and this it's is gorgeous. This is, this is like a, like a beautiful art collage I'm impressed. <laughs> this is like a uh, pure Instagram. I mean, like, what is it called? An Instagram like influencer? Oh yeah, like, absolutely. Page? This is completely hashtag you need influencers to get sponsored in the by, wild. Like, Topo Chico. I, I've seen people who pay for Instagram. <laughs> you know, for uh, for social media people like my, architects. My personal Instagram that do not look is mostly as just as animals. Yeah, Jacobs is just Pamplemousse and Cholita so, over and yeah, over just, again. Just, just my animals. Personal <laughs> is that is that red next to green? <laughs> See, I told you, Eric wins. Eric wins. All right, Eric wins. (laughs) I want to thank all of y'all for coming in tonight. Thank you so much, Eric. I'm really looking forward to March 15th. It's going Mm, to be... It's going to be a whole vibe. It's going to be a whole vibe. vibe. Not a half vibe, vibe, a whole vibe. A whole vibe. A whole vibe. A whole vibe. A whole and a half. A whole and a half. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. I really appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. You have been listening to the Keep Wake Aloud podcast brought to you by TFNB, your bank for life. Thank you so much for sponsoring this podcast and Eastside Live. It's going to be a whole vibe. Thanks, guys. Yes. Keep Wake Aloud, the podcast is produced by Oni Chan Productions. Our theme music is by Fish Hands. If you like what you hear, you should check them out on Bandcamp. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast. And if you really like us, give us a five-star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or check out our website where you can buy merch or even see some local events coming up. Thanks again for tuning in. Hey, man, what's, what's that you're listening to? Uh, I'm glad you asked, Bubba. This right here, I'm on Rogue Media, and this is a podcast network. What you do on Rogue Media is, man, you can go find any other podcast you want, buddy. I tell you what, you won't find it on 98 Point This or AM Net. You got to go to Rogue Media. So what is it called again, buddy? Rogue Media? You got darn right, Rogue Media. Who can you hear on Rogue Media? Oh, man, they got those old two guys, Bluesville, Oh, is that the black guys? I think they got that bald head and the guy with the dreads. The dude, you, you know I'm talking about the two slim fellas. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, the blue guy. The blue guy. The, the, the dude that wore the velvet coat at the thing, man. He's on Rogue Media also. And the dude with the dreads is good. And tell you what, you can find another show on Rogue Media called Keep Waco Loud. It's a bang little thing. It's all right. It's cool, but it ain't like Bluesville. <laughs> Oh, man, those those black guys are hilarious. Yeah, they are. I tell you, I don't really fool with them like that that much. But when I do, it's on Rogue Media, buddy.